Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And today we're going to be sharing our medal predictions for the 2022 World Championships. Now that qualifications is over, we know who's going to be in the finals and who has a shot at meddling. So stick around as we discuss. But first, we'd like to thank our Gold Medal Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, DFP, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, Derek H, and Abby M. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. And if you enjoy this podcast and you want to support us, we always have a link down below in the show notes to our Patreon page where you can learn about the perks of each tier level, how much it costs, what the money actually goes for, and all of that good stuff. So that link is in the show notes below for those of you who may be interested. Before we get into today's episode, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Asher Athletic. With the Bar Heel Pad and Gym Heel Pad by Asher Athletic, gymnasts now have two kinds of footwear to provide protection and security when learning new skills. With special padding for painless impact protection, cool mesh inner soles to help keep feet cool, and a non-slip bottom all made from vegan materials, Asher Athletic Heel Pads are helping to create a new standard in gymnastics training and protective footwear. Train with confidence and focus on your ability to achieve the best results with Asher Athletic Heel Pads. Click the link in the show notes down below or visit astroathletic.com to learn more. So the 2022 World Championships are officially underway and with qualifications on the women's side wrapping up late last night, we can finally share with you guys our predictions for the medals. Qualifications was pretty wild, I would say. I feel like there was a lot of chaos on all fronts. And so far, the men's is happening right now as we're recording. And there's chaos on the men's side, too. Well, the true chaos started with the fact there wasn't a live stream. That was the original chaos. I can't remember the last time I had such a difficult time watching a world championships. Yeah. They dropped the ball on this one. Yesterday, we were having to watch, like, people's Instagram lives from the audience and... There's some fans that are uploading videos pretty quickly after. Thank goodness for them. Yeah, and what's crazy is you look at how many thousands of people are watching these streams or the videos on YouTube. It's like, people clearly want to watch this. The interest is there. Yeah. But the FIG hates us, apparently. (laughs) So we have seen, I would say, a good chunk of the routines. I'm going to start with just reading off who qualified to every event final, also the team final, Um, And then we'll just kind of go from there. So in the team final, we had the USA qualifying at first. Who some people thought wasn't even going to qualify to team finals. I think, (laughs) to be fair, I think that the vast majority did not think that. I think that was like one or two USA haters online. (laughs) The majority of people, I think, knew that this outcome was the most likely outcome. I feel like this is the only logical thought process Yeah, the U.S. looked really good, honestly. There was a lot of falls across the board for pretty much, not even pretty much, I think literally every single team, including the U.S., but overall the U.S. looked the most polished and the most ready to be here at these World Championships, in my opinion. So really no surprise on my end that they qualified in first. In second, we had Great Britain. 
Which was really impressive because they were competing really late into the night. Oh my gosh, so late at night. I think it was like 11 o'clock their time by the time that they actually wrapped up competition, which, I mean, kind of begs the question, like, how safe is this? Yeah, so the competition started at 9.45. I don't remember exactly when it wrapped up, but still, that's really... It was around 11. That's really, really late. No one competes that late, ever. Like, you're usually in bed by that time. Yeah. Especially if you're an athlete because they, you know, they need their rest and they wake up early for practice. And I think it's just something about these entire world championships have just felt weird to me and like not normal. Yeah. Like I don't remember I know. In years I'm, past yeah, I'm finding, athletes competing that late. I'm finding myself asking like, has it always been this way? And I just never realized. Like, right. Like are we just now like finally paying attention? Yeah. But no, I really think that that's ridiculously late um and it didn't really show too much in their performance i mean they had a couple falls but so did every team so it wasn't anything too alarming i think they honestly did look really 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 good um and then brazil they came in third they also looked good for the most part unfortunately flavia Saraiva, our queen fell on beam so she didn't make the beam final to travesty and then an even bigger travesty was Rebecca Andraji getting like a 15 something for her chung on her first vault and then second vault completely botched hand slipped and yeah she was going for your Chanko double and really just did like a layout tucked over the table yeah so she unfortunately did not make the event final there which is really shocking. But I would say other than that, they looked pretty good um, and are definitely still in contention for a medal. I would say pending Flavia Sariva being okay because on her vault, so she did a Yurchenko double, she landed the vault well, but then it needed to be helped off the podium. Well, and apparently she landed it weird in the warm-up right before the competition vault. Okay. So I don't know if she tweaked it then and then she competed and then... I, I don't know. I don't know the order in which things happen. Right. Um, I don't think she necessarily tweaked it on the competition ball. It sounds like she potentially did it in the training, but I guess not the training. I mean the warm up. Yeah. Um, right yeah. before. But um, regardless, last event. No, they went to bars they after that. went to that. bars. She didn't she do did. a dismount. Yeah. And now we kind of don't really know the status of her. One of the coaches after the meet said that they didn't know. Um, they played it safe by having her not do her bar dismount. Which obviously is a smart decision at this point. And but Flavia came through the mix zone in a boot. Yeah. Which could be precautionary, but we hope. yeah. Um yeah, it's kinda hard to say at this exact point in time. Um we're hoping to n- learn more soon, but for now we don't really know if Flavia is okay and if she will be able to be used in the team final and then also in the floor exercise final. But real quick, I'm going to finish reading off the teams that have qualified to the team final and then we can talk more about our prediction. So in fourth, we had Italy, Japan in fifth, which was really impressive because a lot of people didn't think, I mean, they were one of those teams that was kind of on the brink of qualifying into the team final. Definitely wasn't a guarantee by any means, but yeah. um, kind of just like, they could do it. They could also not do it. I think Japan, honestly, out of all the teams, was really the only one that exceeded expectations. Yes. Like, everyone 100%. else kind of underperformed. Um, I would say the USA probably did about what I expected them to do, but everyone else, I would say, kind of underperformed. And then Japan 
I feel like. I don't want to say they overperformed because they didn't overperform, but they just did really well. And I think that some people might not have expected them to be fifth going into the team finals. Well, and really going into, I believe, the last. Are you trying to figure out what subdivision they were in? Well, no, I was going to say that going into the last rotation, they were still in a really good position, which they were, but um, technically Italy also went. So they were bumped down. They got bumped down by Italy and, and Great Britain. And, yeah, Great Britain, Brazil, and Italy, um, which is really impressive because those are three teams that are in contention for medals. Yeah, so. they're the favorites to win a medal. Absolutely. So Japan solidified themselves as being one of those teams that's right there in the mix. Um, and then we had China in sixth, which was a surprising result for them. They had um, a beam meltdown, as did most teams. Italy also had a beam meltdown here. So that was unfortunate. A lot of teams, you kind of already alluded to this, even like on the men's side, without qualif- they're going right now with qualifications. And it just kind of seems like a shit show. It kind yeah. of makes you wonder, like, what's going on? Like, is the timing of all this throwing people off and... Our it's athletes been, tired. It's been long days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, men had two days of podium training, women all day podium training, some of the teams going late into the night, some but teams practicing early in the morning, I've like waking heard, up at like 5.30, 6 in the morning. Yeah. Well, the U.S. men, they were in the first subdivision. They had to get up at like 5 in the morning. Yeah. Um, but I've also heard some gymnasts say, I think it was Joe Frazier said that the competition went really fast. Which also felt like, he felt like that kind of threw him off a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. So I think there's all kinds of variables that are playing into this that are making teams perform not how they hoped to or maybe were expected to. Just kind of interesting. Yeah. And then in seventh, we had France. And then getting that final spot to the team final was Canada in eighth. So... I think that this is one of the finals that probably is the most clear cut, um, at least in terms of who is going to win. I think it's the USA's to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they looked the best between podium training and also qualifications. Granted, there's individuals like Leanne Juan who have you know appeared to be still coming back from injury and not in the best competitive shape for this competition. But really, the three all-arounders, Shailise Jones, Jade Carey, and Jordan Childs, have looked phenomenal. Sky Blakely has really stepped it up. Yes, honestly, I feel like we owe her an apology. And we weren't wrong for saying what we were saying about her in our preview because she has been really inconsistent. So, you know, it's not wrong to think that the team shouldn't put her up (laughs) on any events or, you know, even to give her a shot for the all-around um, but she really showed up here in Liverpool. She looked, well, honestly, she looked great at the selection camp and then yeah. showed up to Liverpool and really is kind of putting it together when it matters most. So I want to give a shout out to Sky Blakely. I mean, you like to see that. This is her first World Championships, and you would think that for someone who's a little bit nervy anyways in competition, that she might get to a, an event like Worlds and you know, totally freak out or something, but she she's not doing she's that. She's really rose to the occasion. Yes. So I'm very happy and proud. <laughs> but I think I'm with you that the USA is the favorite to win the gold medal. They beat Great Britain in qualifying by over three points. So that's kind of the way things have been in the past with the USA, where there's always like a several point margin over the other teams. And yeah. I think that, sure, the other teams could improve their score from qualifications as well. 
um, to close that gap a little bit. But I also think the USA has areas they can prove as well, and they can also bring their score up. So, yeah, we'll see. I think a lot of the fight is going to come down to silver and bronze. When you look at the scores from qualifications, those teams are a lot closer to each other than they are to the United States. So I think it's going to depend on, for Brazil, if Flavia is healthy or not. Um, Absolutely. I think if Flavia is healthy and she's doing the all-around and she's performing well, um, I would have Brazil in second. Yes. I think the combination of Rebecca Andrade and Flavia Striba and the rest of Brazil's team, honestly, is amazing as well. They are absolutely in contention for a medal, but I would honestly have them as high as second. Yes. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I have them on my list. I have them second, but it's kind of contingent on Flavia's condition and what she's able to do. And then also how well she's able to perform because just because... Just because they cleared her to compete doesn't mean that she's feeling 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she could have some soreness. It could affect how she performs. I guess we'll just have to see how it goes. But Oh, absolutely. Um, if she's okay and it was just kind of a, a little tweak type thing, um, I could see Brazil getting second and Great Britain the bronze. But I guess we'll have to see. Great Britain is who I have in bronze yes. position. I mean, they're the home team. I think they're going to have the energy of the crowd behind them. I think that's really going to be a benefit to them in this competition. They're coming off a silver medal at the European Championships earlier this year. Yeah, and honestly, they looked good in qualifications too. Their vault, they finished up on vault. It was incredible. Some of the best vaulting of the night, I would say. Mm -hmm. They had really big vaults. Like, they Mm -hmm. all do, pretty much they all do your Trinko doubles, but so much power, so much height. On Champon, I feel like I I know I've seen a video of her vault before, but for some reason it just hit different last night when I was watching it. I was like, You're oh like, my Whoa. gosh. Yeah. New like, favorite gymnast on last. <laughs> I was, had to watch it a couple times and I was like, was that a Yurchenko double? Because in a way it was so big and her body position was just so great that I thought maybe it was just a Yurchenko full. But it was a double. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, your tango double, that could be a, a two and a half. Yeah. And then did you see the video of Alice Kinsella doing a two and a half? Yeah. Which, that's surprising. So not I, in qualifications, to clarify. Yeah. It was not in qualifications. It I believe it was training. in their, like, trial, their trial before Worlds. Yeah. Um, but she, so I talked to her a couple of weeks before that. Honestly, no. It would have been... I talked to her a couple weeks ago, but it would have been after... It was after she made the world's team Mm -hmm. for Great Britain. And she... I asked her what her dream skill to compete was, and she said an Aminar. And I asked her, like, if she ever would, maybe. And she was kind of just like, maybe someday. (laughs) She's like, I am withholding a secret from everybody. (laughs) And truthfully, I think my impression was that she had played around with it in the gym, but... We weren't going to see it anytime soon. And then I went on Twitter today and I saw that video and I was like, oh. So and she was, was like, good. serious. Like, she could actually compete this vault. Yeah. It did look very good. So, yeah. Great Britain in general on vaults. I would say that was a highlight of the night for them. Floor is always a highlight with the was Really across the board. They looked really, really good. Where they were able to sneak into that second position, I think, over Brazil was the fact that although Great Britain had falls... The 
key to their success was spreading out the falls. So they only had one fall on bars, on beam, and then on floor, which allowed them to drop that score. So it didn't really impact the overall team score, whereas teams like Italy had beam meltdown and China had beam meltdown, and that impacted their team score and obviously their ranking because they were having routines with either multiple falls or counting two to three falls depending yeah. on what team it is so in great britain didn't do that they really only had that one fall per event they were able to drop which going into team finals of course they're going to be looking to clean that up a bit by um i don't know i think they can do it i really see it happening for them and all coming together when it matters in that team competition. And I really think that being at home and having that crowd behind you is an advantage at times. It sounds mm-hmm. kind of silly and you wouldn't think that that would be a factor, but I don't know. There's just an energy that comes with that that I think can really boost their performance. I was just going to say it gives you a little boost for sure. But I think that if Brazil or Great Britain are just looking really, really off. I think it's possible that we could see Italy get on the podium. Obviously, they're the reigning European team champions, um, but have dealt with some injuries and don't have some of their strongest athletes here. So it's still a strong team. Um, I think that had they not had some of those injuries, they obviously would have been a stronger team. But that also just gets me excited for next year and the potential of what Italy can actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then China as well. I think China is always in the mix. They are hands down the best bar team at these world championships and they have the potential to be the best beam team as well. Yeah, if they can put that together and also just have solid showings on their weaker events, vault and floor, um, I think they could end up on the podium as well. I think... You can't count out China, especially if they make mistakes on beam. They have potential to raise their team score by a lot. If if you factor in them just hitting beam. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And that's honestly kind of like I was just saying, I think where you're seeing some teams be lower in the rankings than you would maybe predict because China is one of those teams that they're really weak on ball. They only have... They have all your Chenko foals. I think one athlete has a different vault. I can't remember off the top of my head, but vault is definitely not their best event. And then floor can be a little bit wonky at times as well with the landings and falling out of turns and lots of deductions that they incur there. So really they are counting on being able to go up and put three people up on bars and on beam, bring in massive scores there that can really pull up that team score and kind of outweigh the lower scoring events like ball and floor. So it'll be interesting to see how they're able to bounce back, especially on the balance beam going into the team final. I definitely think that they have a chance still. So I'm not like in any way ruling them out. My team final prediction is kind of just based off of like gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I always saw the USA on top. I think I always kind of saw Brazil in that second position. And again, that's dependent on Flavia a lot. Like what, if we get an announcement today that Flavia's out or she's limited on some events, then I think that that's going to change where Brazil ranks. I would potentially even drop him out of the medals without Flavia. Yeah. Um, Great Britain in third with China or Italy. I would say maybe more so China, mm-hmm. um, kind of playing into that mix as well um, to get a medal depending on what happens. So those are our predictions. And then moving on to all-around final, Rebecca Andrade moved into the lead. Shailise Jones had the lead after the first day of qualifications, and really no surprise that Rebecca took the lead. Andrade posted a huge score in qualifications, 57.332, which was 
over, a little over a point and a half over Shailene Jones. And that's really not too surprising. Um, I think Rebecca is without a doubt the favorite for the all-around medal. Um, barring anything absolutely disastrous, I think she could still fall um, or have a couple mistakes and still get that gold medal. Yeah, She's very much on the Simone Biles level with that, where we're used to seeing an athlete that can make a mistake and still be, almost without a doubt, the all-around champion. Yeah. That's Rebecca Andrade. I think if Shailise Jones was doing her full difficulty, which she's obviously not, she's downgraded beam since what we saw at championships. She's also not doing some of the upgrades she had hinted around at earlier this year on bars and on floor. She's not doing her full difficulty. And if she was, and also being consistent, which she's gotten more consistent here with the downgrades. Yes. But I, I think I'm saying that if she had more difficulty and was, was consistent with those upgrades, I could see her challenging for the gold medal a little bit more. But because she doesn't, um, I do think that the gold is Rebecca's to lose. Mm -hmm. She would have to do something. She would have to have multiple falls, I would say. Yeah. Or something, yeah, something drastic. Like she can't do what she did on her second vault in qualifications. Right. In the in the all-around final. Right. Like she can't just not do her vault. There's not like that much of a cushion, but there is definitely still a cushion, I think is what we're trying to it's say. It's not a Simone Biles level cushion, but it's it's, yeah, it's, it's a cushion. Yeah. It's a very comfy cushion. So yes, I have Rebecca first, Shailise second, and then I have Jade Carey in third, which by the way... This is her first world all-around final. So excited for her. Jade Carey girl-bossing her way into the all-around final. We love to see it. I know, and potentially on the medal podium. Whoever would have thought. People are such Jade Carey haters mm -hmm. on Twitter right now. I'm seeing a lot of people saying or insinuating that she should give up her all-around spot for Jordan. And here's the thing. I will be the first person to admit that in years past, when my favorite athlete, aka Jordan Weber in 2012, doesn't, you know, makes a mistake and doesn't qualify to a final that I felt they were worthy of being in. Worthy of being in. As a fan, you get upset and you're really passionate and you're calling for the Trooper Country rule to be abolished. And, you know, I've done those things as well. So I get it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> But I also think that Jade earned that spot fair and square, just like in 2012, Allie and Gabby earned the spot. Yeah, these are the rules. They've been in place for a while now. Everyone knows the rules going into the competition, and it's kind of just the name of the game. It's kind of just how it works. Like, Shailish, Jade, and Jordan all know that they're all trying to do all around here, only two are going to make it, and then it's going to come down to who has the best performance, who doesn't fall, who falls the least, whatever happens, whoever, whoever is the top two scoring out of these three girls is going to make it. And Jordan was having a phenomenal meet. She was having one of the best meets I've seen her have, which we always say that because Jordan is always, which speaks volumes to how great of an all-arounder she is. She's been consistently that, well, I guess technically third all-around person when Connor was in the mix, but without Connor being in the mix, Jordan would absolutely have been the consistent number two all-arounder for the U.S. all year long. She's been amazing since the Olympics. Yeah. And unfortunately, she had, she's been really consistent, but yeah. then had two falls in qualification. And it was so painful because I think that even with one fall, 
you know, I was thinking she still might be able to do it. Like, it's going to be close, but she was that far ahead because of how well she had been doing that she could have, and I don't know the exact number, I'd have to go back and look, but she could have still potentially done it with one fall, but then when the second fall happened, it was, like, for sure over. Yeah. Um, there wasn't that much of a cushion for her, and Jade was right there behind to capitalize on it. And again, that's sports. We hate it sometimes. And sometimes when it's working in your favor, you love it. <laughs> it can be a beautiful shit show at times. But to reassure people if they're really concerned about, I, I don't know what this is about, but if it's about medals, Shailise and Jade can very much both end up on the podium. And you could argue that whether it was Jade or Jordan. I think it was going to be the two U.S. women on the podium. Yes, and the silver and bronze spots. Yes. Like, I don't think that putting Jade in is going to necessarily make it where, you know, it's not like she was like our golden girl, our bet for gold, and we just lost her. Now we have no shot at winning. Like, I think that she was going to end up, if she was in the all-around and she hit like she normally does, she would end up second or third. And that's what Shailise and Jade are going to do. I don't know which order. It's going to depend on who 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 hits, but... I mean, Shailise definitely has more difficulty. She does. So. But all it takes is, you know, a wobbly beam routine or... A fall. A, or... Out of bounds two times on floor or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just never know what's going to happen. But my point is, is that I don't think it really matters which two Americans are in the final. I think that there's two podium spots, neither of which are gold. <laughs> Likely. <laughs> yes. And that's what they're going to be fighting for. Um, and of course, I want to, I mean, this is, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm just going to anyways. Obviously, I'm aware that Rebecca Andrade could make mistakes and then therefore someone else could win gold. I'm, if Rebecca does what Rebecca has been doing, I think that the Americans will round out the podium in silver and bronze. Yes. And Jade is consistent. Jade earned that spot. Um, she was there to capitalize on the mistake of somebody else. And that's just, again, what happened. So um, I still think that Jade is one of the best all-arounders in the country. And people may disagree with that. That's totally fine. You can disagree. But I think that there's math and there's numbers that back that up. She would not be in this final if she wasn't one of the best all-arounders in the country. So looking oh. forward to seeing what she can do. Because I, I think that... She's going to be right there in the mix. Um, also, I would say that if there's a non-American who is fighting for this podium, I would say it's Martina Maggio from Italy. Mm-hmm. I think she's the next best all-arounder. So she was fourth in qualifications with a 54.8. Yeah. So, and then I, Jessica I Gadarova was fifth. Oyu Shan from China was sixth. Alicia D'Amato, Italy, was seventh. And then Shoko Miyata from Japan was in eighth. So that's the top group right there um, that we'll see in the all-around final rotating together starting on vaults. Moving on to the vault final, you mentioned this already, but Rebecca Andrade missing out. She's the reigning Olympic and world champion on vault. And if there's an event, not talking all around, but if there's an event that you could say she was basically a lock for for the gold medal. Yeah, I would say almost guaranteed to get that gold medal. So this is a very painful... 
a very painful slip up (laughs) that she had on vault because she missed out on the final and that I think no one had on their bingo card coming into Liverpool. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) So it definitely changes our predictions, which is part of why I'm glad that we waited to do it because this is what happens. You see, we would have put all this effort into making our podium predictions and then qualifications happen. Everything went to shit. Right. (laughs) Because obviously we would have had Rebecca and Traji in the number one spot. Right. And then little did we know, she wasn't even going to make the final. Like, who would have predicted that? Not me. <sighs> it's just like Simone in Tokyo. Like, no one was going to predict that shit happening. Or honestly, Jade even in the vault final. <laughs> yeah. at the Olympics. Like, there's All just... Uh, gymnastics. So now that Rebecca's out, I think... Jade is the favorite to win. She has the highest difficulty. Mm-hmm. Five six for her Tron, five zero for her Yurchenko double. And she um, qualified in first. Yeah, so. she did. So I, I think that she is as good as gold on vaults. Ooh, okay. <laughs> what about Jordan Giles? I have her second. And there are people in the field that do have more difficulty than her, but her execution is just so good. She had a 9.466 for her double in qualifications and then a 9.366 for her Lopez. So good. Some of the best technical vaulting in the field. Yeah, so it's not the most difficult. There's going to be people in this final that are doing more difficult vaults than she is, but I think with her execution how minimal deductions she gives away on the landing. Yep. I can see her getting a silver medal. So that's where I have her right now. I agree. And then for third, I'm going back and forth between Colleen de Villard from France or Yoso Jun from Korea. So, yeah. So Colleen is technically in third from qualifications. And she just got a bronze medal on vault at the European Championships. She did. And she's here with upgraded vaults. I'm making a case for her. Okay. I appreciate it because honestly, I don't have a case for anything. (laughs) You're like, I'm just here. I'm going off of straight up feels. Okay. So who do you have? Yoso John. Okay. Why? Because she's an Olympic bronze medalist on vault. That's fair. That's valid. That's totally (laughs) valid. And her vaulting is so clean. Unfortunately, I did not see video of it going around, so I don't know what her vaults looked like in qualifications, but just based off of history. I have a feeling it was worthy of a bronze. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can base that off of history, and that's totally fair. Like, she has the accolades. You know what her vaulting has looked like in years prior. That's valid. I'm not wrong for thinking that she could win a bronze medal, right? No, people. not at all. <laughs> I, I, I really don't think you are. So that's fair. Okay. So I, yeah, I could see it going either way. I think she's more likely, but I also am really Wait, on... Wait, you're saying Colleen is more likely? No, or? Yoso Jung. Okay. But I feel like with Colleen, I'm really liking her vaulting lately. I feel like she's a superstar in the making. And there's also a part of me that just feels like she feels right for a bronze medal here. She's so powerful. Yeah. I think I'll be happy with it either way. Like I said, I'm not like... You're not passionate about this necessarily. Now that Andrade's out, I'm like, cancel the final. Right. It's just... Nothing matters anymore. It's just a feeling that I have, but I'm not tied down to that feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. (laughs) Makes sense. We should say the rest of the final. The the field also is rounded out by Jessica Gatarova, Ellie Black... Shoko Miata, which I do want to give her a shout out because she showed up here and like 
is killing the game so far. Yeah. And then in eighth is Lisa Valen from Belgium. But going back to Shoko Miata real quick. Yeah, so she is in the top flight of all-arounders. So she'll be rotating with Andrade, the US, Maggio, Gadarova, Oyushan, D'Amato, and then Miata. She is in the vault final. She is in the beam final. And she was just edged out for the floor final. But by the Gadarovas. <laughs> But, but, depending on what happens with Flavia, she could see herself back in that final, potentially. We will have to see. Obviously, we want Flavia to be okay. I would personally rather Flavia be in the final because We're I Flavia am a Flavia girl. Yes, we are Flavia fans in this house, and I wanted her so badly to get a beam. Now I'm jumping ahead. Hold on. She'll be back up. I don't want to get too far ahead. I just wanted to give... You want to praise Shoko Miata. Yes. Because I think that she really showed out here in qualifications. And now she has a busy world championships ahead of herself because she did so well in qualifications. She's in all the finals. So not literally all the finals, but she's in many, many finals. So shout out to her. Very, very, very impressed. Okay. Let's do bar finals and then we'll get to Flavia and my thoughts about beam finals. <laughs> okay, so bar final is going to be a fun one. It is. And I feel like I'm going to get attacked for my prediction. Do you? <laughs> um, if you have if you have what I think you have and it's also what I have, I think the general... Need ginger Oh. Okay, never mind. I thought you were going to say Lil Ray from China. No, why would I get attacked for that? Okay, that's what I was saying. I thought you were going to... Because I thought Nina DeWall, she's like the the favorite to win. So that's like what everybody thinks is going to happen, but what nobody wants to happen. Yeah, well, because obviously she's the Olympic champion on bars, but she also won the bar title at Worlds in 2018 and 2019. Yeah. So, okay. So you think that you're going to get hate because that's the unpopular opinion because... The gym I, not know like people, I know people don't want her to win. And I also think that there's a valid argument with her release move and how she doesn't actually do the half turn in the air. She grabs the bar in mixed grip and then turns. Like once she's, super late. Yeah, once she's already holding onto the bar, then she does the half turn um, and she's not getting credit for that. I think there's an argument that she could, because her start value gets lowered. Yeah, so her start value, if she were to get the Dural Fenton credit for that, it's a 6-5 start value. But when it's devalued, it goes down to a 6-3. Mm-hmm. So she loses two tenths. In that. And which was in, where things are going to get interesting because Lou Ray has a 6-4 D. Yes. And so does Wei Yushan as well. Lou Ray had higher execution, which is why she actually is leading the out event right now. Yeah, she has an 8-5 execution. Dural had an 8-4 execution. Wei Yushan was fourth in qualifications, but also, like I mentioned, has that 6.4 D and also has the potential to... Get a high execution score and challenge for the podium. Yeah, I think these three are really going to be the ones that are fighting for the, the spots. It's just going to be a matter of, is Nina going to get credit for her release move? Which she shouldn't, but she may, because you just never know with these judges. Right. They didn't give it in qualifications, but mm-hmm. you never know. Um, And then I think just who can hit the cleanest routine, obviously, is going to be... What decides it? Because they're all really, really close in terms of their capabilities with start value and 
execution scores. I think it really is going to depend on, you know, if someone takes a step on the dismount, that that could decide gold from silver or silver to bronze. Absolutely. So I have Lorraine in first, just because I love her. Her laid out Jaeger is chef's kiss. (laughs) I think that she's stunning. And I see her as the biggest threat for Nina. But I also see her hopefully hitting an event finals and coming out on top. I have Nina Drawal in second, and then Wei Xiaoyan in third. So we're the same aside from first and second. Yeah. But I, I'm not strongly saying that I think Nina's going to win. Again, kind of like with Vol, I think it's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. But just, usually predictions are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but obviously I understand that she could not get... She could get her skills valued, and that could affect her strength score, and yeah, you, know, yeah. you know how it goes. What I would really like to see... In this final, is Shailise come out of nowhere with her bar upgrades? Because why the hell not? Like, she has nothing to lose. Like, she is probably not going to get a medal just because of her difficulty score. I mean, I guess she could if everything was, like, a shit show. Right, of course. But, like, going into the final, she really doesn't have anything to lose. So she might as well get some skills named after her. Right. Get skills named after you, but also to bump up that difficulty score to contend for a medal. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why not? I know it's probably not likely to happen. I wonder if she's been training the Stalder Naviva. Yeah. Like, behind the scenes. Yeah. Maybe we're just not aware of it. But I, I feel like someone would have caught on to it by now. But it's, like, secretive. Their practices are secret. Like, we don't actually see video of it. So who knows? True. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that she's going to pull it out in the event finals? I have nothing to base this on. I don't think she's going to pull it out. I think it would be I don't amazing either. if she did. It'd be I, cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. I guess to clarify, I don't actually think it's going to happen. I think I just want it to happen. But I digress. Did I read the rest of this final yet? Or are we like no. skipping around? Okay. So we had obviously Lorraine, Nina Derwal, Rebecca Andraji qualified in third. Wei Xiaoyan from China in fourth. Shailise Jones was in fifth. Sana Veerman and Naomi Visser are 6th and 7th, respectively. And then rounding out the field is Elizabeth Seitz. And as always, very happy to see her in this final as well, because she's amazing. But we can move on to Beam. Yes. So on um, Beam, Oyushan qualified him first. I have her winning in my prediction. Same here. 6.2 D score. I think that... The Chinese are going to Chinese on beam. Except for in qualifications. Yes. When it matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I feel like you got to have a Chinese beam champion. Right. <laughs> it's like customary. Yeah. At this point. So I see her winning. And then I think I'm not too dead set in my prediction for this because I think it could go multiple different ways well but... it's beam so like literally anything could happen and beam has been the biggest shit show of the entire world championship so far so yeah. like so sky blakely has the next highest difficulty score 6.0 is what she got in qualifications but and she qualified in second she did i based off of feelings flipped her into third and i put marine boyer in second okay Kinda. i'm the opposite i had sky blakely second marine boyer third did you? Okay. And I could see it going that way as well. Like I said, I'm not like dead set on that happening. Um, Sky has done her usual in Liverpool, meaning that like she's doing that thing where she like lifts her leg up on the standing full and she has like small balance checks on a lot of her skills, but her difficulty is high enough to where she can still get a really good competitive score. Yeah, and her score from qualifications 
was a 13733 with those wobbles, which I think just goes to show you, though, if she hits to the fullest capability, just she how high win. the judges are willing to go with that score. Yeah. Because she's scoring pretty well with pretty decent-sized wobbles. Right. And granted, Oyushan had wobbles in her routine as well, and she got a 13-9 in qualification. So, you know, if she hits and Sky hits... I don't know who would come out on top. Probably Oyushan. But it'll be interesting to see for sure. I think this is one of those finals with the least clear-cut path to the podium. Like, I just feel like it could be literally anybody in this field. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like there's an obvious choice for gold, silver, and bronze. Um, it really just depends on a lot of different factors. Ellie Black qualified on last on beam, but she was fourth on beam in Tokyo. So, like, who knows? Ellie Black could come through and hit a really consistent, solid beam routine and, you know, be right up there. Right. We also had Shoko Miyata from Japan. She actually qualified in third. Um, another Japanese gymnast, Hazuki Watanabe, in fifth. Sofia Kovac in sixth, which that was the only event that she did at these World Championships because of injuries. So um, nice to see her make that final. And then Rebecca Andraji was seventh. Ellie Black was eighth. So a talented field, of yes. course. Minus um, Flavia Sareva. Yes, which I am so upset about because Flavia, and this is nothing new, but she either hits and quals and then flops in the final, or it's the other way around. Like, she's flopping and quals. So I thought this was going to be her year. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to it. I really wholeheartedly believed that it was going to happen. She was going to be the top of my podium, just based off of feelings. And she fell on her triple series. And Brazil really said, we're going to take all your predictions and ruin them. Yeah, they did. And I'm so devastated by it. I want to cancel this entire world championships, start over, because <laughs> I needed Flavia to be in the beam final. She's not. And Rebecca to be in the ball final. Although, Flavia is in the all-around final. She qualified in 10th. Which is actually really impressive, given the fall on beam and then the no... The bar is Yeah. She's a queen. I just love her. And I'm happy that she qualified into first in the floor final, which is the perfect segue. Yeah, so she actually tied... With Rebecca Andrade, they both got 14 twos, but obviously they break it based off of execution score. Yeah, Flavia had an 8.4. Yeah. But impressive for Brazil to go 1-2 on floor in qualifications. No, I think the only reason that happened was because Rebecca fell out of her turn. I think it was, was it the Y turn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. She completely fell out of that. So it was only a 3 tenth deduction, but you can maybe argue that it should have been more because mm. she fell out of it. Yeah. But I think that really allowed her score to be more obtainable to other people. Um, not to, not to diminish Flavia on floor because Flavia is amazing on that event. But I think Beam is where she really is like yeah a gold medal contender. Um, floor I wouldn't necessarily have her in that position even though she qualified in first. Second, like you said, was Rebecca Andrade. Third was Jessica Gadarova. She tied with Jordan Childs. Yeah, look how tight things are. With 14-2 for Flavia Rebecca, 14-1 for Jessica and Jordan, 14-0-6-6 for Jade Carey. The Olympic champion. <laughs> yeah, like this is going to be a really exciting final, I think. Yeah, and then to run that out, we had Naomi Visser, Jennifer Gadarova, and Alicia D'Amato in eighth. Um, and like I mentioned, Shoko Miata, she was the 
first reserve on this event. So if Flavia goes out, Shoko Miata would be the one that goes in. But we're not going to manifest that because we want Flavia to be okay. So that's the vibes that we're going off right now. But um, as far as the podium for this, the floor final is going to be a really exciting final. I really think that anything could happen kind of similar to beam but i think flora is going to feel more competitive because you have jade carey the olympic champion who in qualifications was having a phenomenal routine um really that last pass she landed with her chest out and i believe she did that in podium training as well yeah and she was also doing that in tampa the u.s championships as well i believe okay she's, land- she's landed short a couple of times so, she's still capable of getting a massive score, obviously, um, as long as she's landing on her feet, but um, I don't think that, despite being the Olympic champion on that event, I don't think that floor is, like, a given in any way, um, even as far as getting a medal mm-hmm. for anybody here. Um, I think I envision Rebecca on top. So, I had Rebecca on top, and then I was like, you know what? Jordan Giles. I would love that. She is so consistent, as we say every time we talk about her. I love her routine. It's so much fun. Great tumbling. She always nails her Chusavitna. Oh my gosh. I love. It was so perfect in qualifications. Uh-huh. I'd love for her to win. It would be amazing. So I'm going with that more so because that's what I want to happen. So she doesn't have the most difficulty. No. But as far as consistency, if other people start going out of bounds and flying around on their landings, Jordan Child is going to go out there and do what she always does, and she could win. And I think that she's going to be looking for redemption. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is her best chance, I think, I guess, aside from the team, of winning a gold medal. So it really could go anyway. I think my gut is telling me that it's going to be Andraji, but Andraji also sometimes has issues with staying in bounds and having too much power so that'll be interesting because i think that it's not this event is not a guaranteed for andragi whereas i felt like vaults probably would have been for her but i'm going andragi childs and then jade carey in bronze i think that's i think that's what my gut is telling me but i'm also simultaneously acknowledging that it could go really anyway yeah there's just so many factors to this yeah it's it's almost impossible to actually predict what's gonna happen but i have jade carey in bronze as well um obviously she has more difficulty so i think that if she can figure out all her landings and you know isn't landing short on anything I wouldn't be surprised if she was first or second. Yeah, so I guess I don't know if we said this yet, but just for everyone's knowledge, Andraji and Jade Carey have the highest difficulty. They both have a 6-1. So they come in really starting on an even playing field. It's just a matter of who's the cleanest out of them and who has the best landings out of them. Mm -hmm. And then Childs and Sariva are right behind with a 5-8-D, so three tenths lower, but also have better execution. So it'll make things interesting. Yeah. Um, I also think that I could see Jessica Ganarova again on the podium. I don't know quite how with this prediction because I, I want these three that we just said. I want them to be the ones that are on the podium. We but... need another four-way tie like we had in yes. 2019. Was it 2019? No, that wasn't 2019. That, that was, was 2015. We had some Yeah, that was 2015. Wow. Not 2019. Wow, you're a little off your game. <laughs> we both are. We're still recovering from COVID, so our brains are kind of like... We're hanging in there. Yes. <laughs> um, but I can see Jessica Gatorova 
getting on the podium as well, which would be quite the moment. And yeah, the crown. and she has an upgraded routine here, which I think is... And it's nice. The, the full twisting double layout, very nicely done. Open. It honestly reminds me a lot of uh, Jordan Childs. Yeah. Like, stretched, open body position. Nice, clean landing. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, I don't know how I can get her on the podium. <laughs> Maybe just manifest the tie. Yeah, tie. I'd like That's... for her to get a bronze. <laughs> All right, Jim Turnet gods, we're asking you for a favor here. <laughs> you didn't give us Flavia in the beam final, so can you give us a Gatarova floor tie with Jay Carey? Well, if we're going to be asking for things, then we might as well ask for a tie with Jennifer and Jessica Gatarova. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that better. Okay, so both Gatarovas tying with Jay Carey yes. for bronze. Yes. And then Jordan, you had her in gold. Yeah. Jordan. I would not be mad about that, though. I would be ecstatic about that. Jordan so. Childs, world champion on floor. Has a nice ring to it. I don't know if that's going to happen, but... Shut, get out of here, I'm, your, get out here with your negativity. I'm honestly really excited for this final out of all of them. This is Me the one too. that I'm the most excited for. I know. Fast forward. It's going to be intense. <laughs> but we would love to hear your guys' predictions. So send us a DM. We're all things gym pod on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And you can also send us an email if you prefer that. We're all things gympod at gmail.com. That does it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed our predictions. And of course, make sure you let us know what your predictions are before competition gets underway. The women's team final starts tomorrow and we'll be streaming on Peacock. So luckily we can watch from this point forward. Yeah, super excited to actually be able to watch and follow this like a normal competition (laughs) that it deserves to be. And we initially were thinking about just doing an episode next week where we recap the entire world championships. But now I'm also thinking that it might be easier for us just to talk about things as it happens so we might do an episode midweek where we talk about our thoughts on the team final and then the all-around final and then monday next week we'll just do a recap of the event final so that is very likely what will end up being the case for episodes as far as the rest of this week and the next week we hope you guys enjoy the world championships and we will talk to you real soon bye bye